You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on the Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy, folks. Here he is, the Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Linked AM on Business Class News. And, you know, every time that I walk into the office and into the studio, etc., I'm I'm amazed at some of the great stories that we uh, we have come across the desk, and um, you know, since we started talking about you know education, about STEM, how to embrace uh, students um, and, and get them sort of engaging with you know the STEM programs, you know, we we we've had fantastic you know hey we've got to talk about this we've got to talk about this and and and, it's, and there's corporations coming up like we had a great conversation with texas instruments the other day about how they're embracing you know their um uh, the outreach etc and engagement with with students um and you know one of the things that's passionate to me if you've been listening and reading some of the stuff i've been doing on linkedin and uh, and uh, and on on the of course the website businessclassnews.com you know that i'm pretty passionate about this and um you know the past couple of weeks we've been having a conversation um with the uh, totora Breder institute uh, and uh, you know what, uh, the conversation with Carlo really sort of setting the scene of what that mission is all about, etc., for for that organisation and these various task forces. And of course, last week we had uh, Michael and Jennifer Gold, uh, Michael Teisma and Jennifer Gold, actually on the show, which is their organisation called ISAO. And uh, you know the the links to all of these shows are, are within this post as well. But you know. We talked about how important it is for um, them to have these task force, and one of the task forces that uh, that I'm really excited to talk about today um, is that um, human uh, capital gap. You know, it's the talent gap uh, of where um, where is this talent coming from, especially in AI and cybersecurity. So today I've got joining me in the in the virtual studio, I've got Jill Weidman, of course, who's the uh, chief of staff uh, over at the Tora Breda um, Institute, and um, also uh, Mary Ellen Angelo, uh, of course, who is uh, vice president of uh, partnerships and alliances. And that is actually quite close to my heart because I, you know, bringing people together um, and making them uh, think in the, the same way and then Oh, it's just, it's just, so anyway, uh, I can, I can, I can get off on a, a whole nother tangent there. But so welcome, welcome this morning. Thanks for joining me, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. So, you know, I just sort of did in my little introduction there about this, this 
uh, importance that we've realized and we've identified um, in, the, in the world of, you know, the gap between talent and then where students are today and whether they go the, the science, technology, engineering and maths, the STEM thing, um, or, or they just go and do other things <laughs> or they're not interested in doing anything you know and so you know it's, it's we've got to get them back engaged so of course your task force uh, jill just explain a little bit more about your you know the the, the mission that you have uh, i know mary ellen you're going to talk about the mission and, and that vision but just jill just give us an overview if you don't mind so at the institute we're we're really excited to bring together um people from across industry and academia and government to, and bring them together and develop those relationships because nothing happens in the world without those relationships being being formed. And, and we can have great ideas, but we can't always implement those ideas on our own. We need to come together with the, the world around us to be able to, to turn those, those dreams and those visions into a reality. And that's what the Institute um, is trying to do. And our focus is on cyber and AI and data. And, and it's really excited because we come together and we, we have meetings about topics that are happening in the industry and, and what's going on and what's important and, and what do we need to really be thinking about. And in January, we had a meeting around the human talent gap in cybersecurity and AI. And we had we had the most amazing group of people from industry, government, and academia come together and discuss this topic and, and what's going on. Um, we had the managing director, Will Markow from Burning Glass come and talk to us. And he was talking about how there's over 900,000 jobs available within this industry right now. And that number is just growing. And so if we don't focus on on how we can can bring more people into this industry, whether it's you know at, at the different levels, it's not just at, at an entry level or at the high level that we need. We need people across the entire industry, both in cybersecurity and AI. And so, how do we bring um, more people into the industry? How do we educate them so that they know what opportunities are out there? And so, we just had this really great conversation around this. And and as we were discussing it, we realized that this this really is bigger than just a single topic. And and a lot of people are talking about it. You hear a lot um, in the in the world today around this topic. But what are we doing to address those challenges? And what things are being done already? But nobody across, you know, even across the United States knows that this program's going on here in Texas while something else is going on in California or Omaha, Nebraska, you know, so what opportunities are out there for us to come together and educate each other on how we can attack this problem. And so that's what the Institute is doing. And out of this conversation, we created a task force because we said, this is really important. This is something that really needs to be discussed. And we really need to figure out who the right people are that need to come together and what relationships need to be formed so that we can address this issue. Well, I, I, I said this on the last show when I was talking to Michael and Jennifer. Uh, what I love about what you guys are doing is you're not just talking about it. You actually go out and do something about it. And that's the, that's the I mean, it's like a boom. Okay, yeah, we can't just talk about it. We're actually going to go and do action points and you go and do physical, you know, things to, around the other things you discussed and make things happen. So, so Mary Ellen, one of the things that we, um, 
you know, that I keep hearing, you know, from various leaders in business, etc., is yes, there is a huge gap, and and you just said some numbers, and those are those are numbers that are, seem to be verified by by Burning Glass uh, as such. But I hear different things all the time, and so I think that that's one of the things that you're addressing, isn't it? You know, is that that you you want to make sure that you know you get this you know the the data and the stats right, so that you know we can start to put because if you don't know. If you don't know what uh, you're doing in terms of the, the, the numbers, sometimes you can go in a, di- a different direction. So that's what you're doing, isn't it? Absolutely, Carl. Um, you know, we're we're at the point with the uh, task force where we're still in the definition stages. So we're looking at, you know, first and foremost, what is the value that we could bring by this group that we've brought together? So we have uh, roughly a dozen members from, again, all walks of life, academia, private sector, public sector, you know, those of us that come with varied uh, years of experience. And um, one of the key components that we're looking to solve is, um, you know, there is the problem that exists today from the education standpoint in that there hasn't been the focus so much so on cybersecurity until recently as there had been on STEM overall. So what we have done is with a group of experts from academia, we thought let's start out from a brainstorming perspective to help us define the problem and come up with proposed solutions Uh, focusing first and foremost on education being not just um, higher ed, but, you know, let's look at the formative years as well. So those K through 12 years, what programs exist? How could we engage parents? So we have been um, completing a series of brainstorming sessions where we're actually looking at grouping into categories, the approach that we'll take to help bring about change uh, from the academic standpoint. So there may be the initiative to um, engage more in after-school activities. There's the need to identify um, from the perspective in the college years for those that do choose to go on to college, what sort of course curriculum is necessary to help them focus on cybersecurity. And then there are individuals, obviously, you know, we're, we're used to hearing about the trades, but, you know, there's children that when they graduate from high school, they know that I, I am not a college bound person. I'm not a good tester. I'm just someone who doesn't want to do that. I want to do something immediately and begin working. And, um, you know, it's interesting, the discussions that have come up, we even focused on, um, when it was Autism Awareness Day, we spoke about, um, you know, autism and how that those folks that are on the spectrum are more interested in the hands-on application work. So what the task force is doing right now is we are learning from best practices of the individuals who are in education that have lived, that have learned. So what has worked well, what has not, 
And what have you learned from some of the steps that you've taken already? And then where can we come in, the Tortora Breda Institute, and help out by defining what this ultimate vision and mission is? And how do we communicate that? And I think you touched on that in the beginning when you were doing my intro from the uh, partnership perspective. You know, it goes back to the importance of one plus one equals three. There is always value added when you bring more people together that have had that experience. So, um, you know, that's where we are right now. Um, and I'll turn it over to see if you have another question based on everything sure. I just gave you. Well, I, I mean, listening to, to both of you there, I mean, it, it's, it's very clear. It's very clear that, you know, Certain, well, this sector, okay, cybersecurity. I've spoken to the uh, chief security officer at SMU, uh, Southern Methodist University. Um, he wrote a book uh, called Well Aware. Uh, and, um, and literally, that was about, you know, it's all about, you know, just common sense type of things. Uh, of, uh, because half the time with cybersecurity, it's actually education of it. The human is the is is the actual uh, the weakest link in terms of you know oh I'll yeah. open up a, a a phishing email or you know what have you got so you got to educate etc. But the problem that I see in the, in the education I'll put that to one side in the education is that they seem to be at the moment in silos because they're doing great things. But they're doing it in silos. They don't know what's over here, and they don't know what's over here, and they're doing what they know is going to be beneficial. But what you're doing is you're you're breaking down the walls and saying, "Okay, let's all talk. Let's 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 get into a room, and then let's start to share what the opportunities are." Because, as you say, you know, one on one is three. Because if you have you know um, the more people in a in a room that can discuss a problem. Your, your outcome is going to be so much stronger, and that's uh, that's obviously what you're going to do. So, so one of the things that you, you talk about that you've engaged with, um, you know, the education system, etc., and is is the vision to be able to sort of put together some sort of you know certification type of thing for all different levels of students that you know that that as you say, some students don't want to go on to college, but they want to go into uh, this industry. Is that is that is that opportunity that you're looking at? That's absolutely one of the things that we've been talking about. We've been talking about the the slow progression and the stepping stones, if you will, that we would need to implement that don't exist today. And um, certification is certainly one of those. And again, that is for, you know, those that are not going beyond uh, 12th grade education, where the certification becomes the um, binding document and, um, you know, the identifier that they are those that are qualified in the cybersecurity world. Um, also, one of the things that I wanted to bring up that I neglected to mention um, a little bit earlier is the importance that the task force is putting on promoting inclusion. So again, if you correlate this back to STEM, you know, cybersecurity is an area where we have so many doors that we can open in terms of being all inclusive and encouraging this um, for males and females, for those that are in all walks of life. We know that 
you know, those that are of a certain socioeconomic class have oftentimes been more privy to the privilege of being exposed to a certification program, a mentorship program. We want to break down those barriers in those walls. We want to make sure that, you know, through the, the good of the task force and what we're doing, we're able to define these are the steps that you can follow and make sure that we're including everybody. And, you know, we'll start small in the United States, but this is, as everybody knows, cybersecurity and the importance of it is it's global. So, you know, we're hoping that we can build a program, build a process, that it's something that could be replicated, built upon, and, you know, go worldwide and we can learn from others. So, you know, we're certainly not the subject matter experts at this point, but we're hoping to build something so that we could be the impetus for where this will go. Oh, absolutely. I love what you're saying. And and I think, Jill, you and I off camera have spoken about how, um, you know, the, the, like what you just said, Marilyn, is that it's cybersecurity does run the gambit. And, and there's so many opportunities. I mean, look at how many games. I mean, we've talked about this, haven't yes. we, Jill? Yeah. The games that these kids play, et cetera, and they're, they're on it, you know, 24-7, it seems to be, but with my family anyway. Um, but uh, but they have they have the skill sets and the mindset to be able to, if they, if they applied it into that, because at the end of the day, computers – don't doesn't have a language barrier doesn't have a you know a, a barrier of entry of any type it's that person that it's that individual so it doesn't matter if you're male female you know as you say socio demographic you know profiles you know lower income areas etc all these kids have got that passion and they have the talent to be able to channel that into cybersecurity it's just they need the opportunity and well, that's what it's about, isn't it, Jill? Yeah, it is. And and it's not only that. I mean, if you look at how fast technology changes, mm -hmm. whether it's AI or cyber or anything else, technology is constantly changing. And we've got to start thinking outside the box about how we're going to attack this problem. Because four years from now, technology is going to look completely different from what it does today. And if we're waiting for a four-year degree, that degree is out of date before you even get out of college and get into the job industry. So we've got to start thinking outside the box about how we can, can bring people up, whether that's apprenticeships or internships or the certification programs. You know, we've just, we've got to look at this, this world completely different and, and attack the problem differently because otherwise we're going to be out of date before we ever set foot through the door. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at, look at what's happened over just in two years. You know, we our complete workforce, you know, environment has changed. I mean, some people say I'm actually a, a robot anyway. But, I mean, that's, uh, you know, in ten, four years' time, I definitely will be a robot. It's just going to be sitting here. But, but at the end of the day, um, it, it's, it's, that's, the, that's the problem, is that you, you've, got, you've got to look at how, as an organization, because a lot of our viewers and listeners out there are business, you know, owners and business leaders, and that is on their 
their their thought. I mean, we we're running a thing in in a few weeks' time called corporate governance. It's it's all about corporate governance, and AI and cybersecurity is is huge. It's a huge part of that. And, and so, at the end of the day, uh, how are you going to fill those 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 you know talent blocks that you have? And you know, grassroots is the way forward in my mind. I mean, like you're saying, you know, you know, K twelve, etc. Yeah, you've got the college students, and then you've got you know further education people that want to who have been in the computer IT space and can train themselves into cybersecurity. There's those three blocks, isn't there? As such, and you've got to you've got to embrace all of them. Well, and what about you know upskilling or you know people that have lost their jobs and are looking to transition into a new industry? Yep. What can we offer to them to help make that transition? more quick. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I mean, the, the thing that um, I think what I love about what you guys are doing is, as I said at the beginning of the uh, of the segment, is that you don't just talk about it, you know, you, you, you actually go and, and do it. So, you know, we're coming up to, uh, you know, at the end of our segment, but I want to give you the opportunity really to, to summarize and sort of put some, you know, thought processes of how people can get in, in touch with you. Uh, what, what is the next step for you with the, with the task force? Uh, and just, you know, summarize what you're doing. Jill, do you want to, do you want to start and maybe mention the segment that we're doing next week? And, um, you know, that we're, so we're, I'll let you say it. No, you go ahead. <laughs> so, you know, we're so excited. If you, if you can't tell, I mean, Jill is, Jill is invested in this personally as well. And she's, her son is fortunate enough to have Jill as his mom, because this is something that, you know, he's already identified. I know what my path is, mom, and it's not college, but so Jill is just, chomping at the bit with the task force meetings that she attends because she's like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what we need. And it's that, it's the experiential learning. And we all get excited. And I, I think that that's why we can't suppress our energy. So, you know, to summarize, we, as a task force, you know, I'll, I'll put it back, I'll go back into my, my process mode from having spent more than 25 years in corporate America. But we we want to make sure that everyone understands the value that we're bringing. And that value is not only creating awareness, but creating the purpose as well. We're purpose-driven. How do we identify what the problems are? Well, we could sit there and just talk about it and, you know, complain about it, or we could learn from what has worked well and what has it and what are the lessons learned and what can we do to bright, bright side that. Then moving into what are our proposed solutions? I can't wait until we get there. When we get to our proposed solutions, we're already talking now about gamification, certifications, but it's that implementation of how do we do it and who do we engage and that's when it is mixing into private sector. And then in summary, I think that our mission will be known and our mission will be a common conversation amongst everyone. So next week, we are having a session through Tortora Breda. Um, it's a, I don't know what we're calling it at this point. I think we're calling it Hot, hot topic. Topics. Session. Hot Topics. 
And um, it all stemmed from a conversation that we had in our task force where, you know, we just experienced a huge cybersecurity attack on our oil pipeline. And when that was happening, we started talking about it and we said, you know, we have access to so many experts in the industry in cyber cybersecurity. Let's get them in and let's use that as an example. Let's talk about it. Let's host them. And you know what? Let's see what their suggestion is so that we can make sure that we're not paying ransoms, that we're being proactive. We're, you know, ferreting these issues out in advance. So Cybersecurity is something that not everybody knows a lot about. We're trying to get there. And hopefully with the success, because I know it will be based on our members, with the success of the work that we're doing in our task force, we'll certainly get there together. So I'm going to put a little plug in to make sure uh, you could contact myself or Jill, uh, Mary Ellen Angelo. I'm on LinkedIn same with Jill, Jill Weidman, and you can get information on our session next week, Wednesday. Uh, Jill, remind me of the time. So it's at 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, and 3.30. It's a free session. You are welcome to join. We've got an Eventbrite set up. We would love to have you listen, participate, and learn. Absolutely. And if you, if anybody's interested in participating in the think tank or the task forces or, you know, learning more about it, you can visit us at the tutorialbrader.org website and, and connect with us there. Um, and I'll get with Carl and see if we can put some of the links in. Um, yeah. with the Excellent. Excellent. Well, ladies, uh, this is, this is excellent. I will definitely, I, I've seen some posts, I think on LinkedIn, uh, already going out and I, yeah. I, I did my duty and shared it on and liked it and Thank everything. You. So Thank I you. think it's going to be a great, great session. So as I say, unfortunately, we're coming to the end. I, I know I'm going to have you back on because there's there's lots of, I want to hear these updates that you're doing. I want to, let's let's have a continuous sort of continuation of this conversation and with, with updates and, and some Absolutely. of the some of the success stories that you, you've had. So thank you for joining me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you so much. Of course, that was uh, Mary Ellen Angelo and uh, Jill Weidman uh, from uh, the Totora Breder Institute. And as you as you heard, you know they're doing some fantastic things. You know, it, it, you know if you if you take the conversation you had with Carlo a couple of weeks ago, and then of course with uh, Michael and Jennifer last week, you know it's it, you know you can see this vision and this mission, but not just the vision and the mission, but actually things that are going to be happening. And we're going to be continuing these conversations and we're going to be coming on and, and talking about these success stories. So later this week, of course, they were talking about that, uh, the webinar, and I'll be putting the information underneath this post and this uh, this podcast that you're listening to now. And so you can go and register, uh, but I'm sure there's going to be lots more and I'm going to put all those links on, you know, from the, from the uh, Institute as well. So as I always say, go out there, have some fun, make some money because, of course, this is business class news and we're all in business. And, of course, be safe out there. So until the next time, bye-bye. There we go.